to my carriage. walking down down the steps to the bowels of the building now backstage and I'm in the direction general direction I'm heading for the bull run which is that amazing tunnel through which all performers make their way to the actual stage area it's an amazing thing being back here uh, it's kind of um, the only bit of the hall which hasn't been kind of decorously restored there's kind of uh, bits of ventilation duct and loads of cable sort of stapled to the ceiling as you walk away round the inexorable <laughs> circular shape of this building approaching the ball run yeah it's like the vortex or actually i think it's a bit more like the stage is like a giant magnet and when you're standing out here waiting to go on i suppose i've conducted five or six proms now here at the albert hall and just uh, that sense that delicious sense of expectation waiting to go on and this sense of inexorable tug i'm right at the edge of the ball run now and um, any minute now two very well drilled attendants will just pull those doors open and wham you're on stage That's me conducting the BBC Concert Orchestra at the 2006 BBC Proms, Bernstein's Fancy Free. The Proms, of course, have become synonymous with the Royal Albert Hall, especially the last night, although they didn't actually arrive there until the 12th of July 1941, after the Queen's Hall had been destroyed in a German bombing raid. It's said that the Luftwaffe pilots spared the Albert Hall. It was more useful in one piece, because they used it as a guide on their bombing runs into central London. BBC Proms director, Roger Wright. For those now of the generation of the audience, they just associate the Proms with the Albert Hall because it is that space that has become so well known from the last night, but particularly from that standing area. And that sense of a great British institution, namely the BBC Proms, 